Hey, how are you? I'm doing so good. How are you doing? Good. I always forget Instagram got the, it's just different over here. So, hi everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I am alive with the Lisa Summers and your hair is hairy. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god it's so beautiful how long have you had those locks tell us about that uh eight years i started in 2015 um and everyone wants to know how long did it take so it took 27 hours for them to lock, lock my hair so three days <laughs> oh my goodness i had locks before I guess I can't even call them locks. Like I had started them. They were locked in most places, not all the way. But I was in my third trimester or maybe second. I was a hot mess. My husband came home. I was like, listen, here are the scissors. You're going to cut my hair or I'm going to cut my hair. And I shaved my shit off. So Yikes. <laughs> they're so pretty. Did you have a reason when you first decided? I don't do hair. Uh and it's always a hassle it's always a problem i was always going to get it braided um you know just throwing on wigs put whatever like hair is always a challenge like you think about it you got to wake up in the morning you got to comb it you got to do this you got to do that you know think of all the hours that i save now i don't have to wake up in the morning and brush or comb or do anything you know i wash it yes. once in a while I, throw, I get it done once a month it takes her two hours and i'm out of there so it's just such a freeing experience having locks, you know. So these are sister locks. Um, yeah. Either way, it's just so freeing not to have to worry about your hair. <laughs> I love sister locks, and you're getting comments. Uh, let's see, Young AM one two three said they look fresh though. Thank like you. <laughs> and it's crazy right, with a perm, they wouldn't have never. My hair never would have grew this long. So it just isn't goes that to right. If you leave your hair alone or let it grow the way it should or, you know, don't put a million chemicals in it, it'll do what it's supposed to do. Now, I don't know. That's let, just... Listen, let me run that back for my 13-year-old. Because if y'all have teens, especially teen girls, like, they stay in the damn mirror with the eco gel. And I'm like, listen, you ain't had no edges in about 10 years. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> like, you gotta be one of them ones. Like, stop, you know, just leave your shit alone. So, yeah. all right, y'all, welcome to the Monster Chief Podcast. Lisa has so elegantly blessed me to be able to talk to her and have her on here. We've connected before and she is just so sweet, so amazing, and she's doing some amazing shit. So, of course, I love to talk to women who are doing that. Um, and if you have not tuned in to Moms to Achieve, which many of you guys have not, because I typically go live on Facebook, um, but Lisa's people is over here. Like, y'all over here, y'all showing up, y'all supporting, and so that's what we're doing. I'm just, I did one live, I think, here. I think I actually was on someone else's podcast. This might actually be the first live I've done here. So Facebook is my jam. Y'all want to find me over there, Regina Sloan, but I do try to show up for y'all over here. Um, so the Moms Who Achieve podcast, when I am doing the Healing Hour conversations, which are these, I typically have conversations with other moms about their journey as a mom, 
We talk about what they're doing in the world. And we really talk about the shit that society doesn't really like to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, we on Instagram and we seeing the mom got all her shit together, house clean, kids, you know, to the nines, they good behaved and everything else. And we talk about the real things here. Like, what is it really like, like being a mom and wanting to build more, do more. And that looks different for everybody. So Lisa, thank you for being here and let us know, like, I'll just let you do your own intro of like who you are and what's coming up for you right now. We'll get the conversation started. And if y'all have questions, put those in the chat. It's a lot of folks tuning in. I'm trying to keep up and I will keep, I'll type those questions over here and ask her then. All right. So, so tell us who you are. How many babies you got? <laughs> All right, so I'm Lisa, um, 39 years old. I'm proud to say that, almost 40. Yeah. And I have- hey. Two children. Um, Journey is five and Apollo is two. Uh, I've been married to Tony for 11 years now. Uh, we've been together for 13. So definitely in my corner, those that's my family to help me be able to do everything because I can't do it by myself at all. Yes. So. How old is your oldest one? I didn't catch five. Five and a two-year-old. Three. Baby. Five and three. Five and five three-year-old. Okay, that's right along the same age as my younger two. All right, so we talked a little bit before, and um, actually, actually, I think would be super helpful is you if you were open to talking a little bit about you know your journey conceiving them and what that was like for you all. Yeah, so you know, at first we were just living life, you know, traveling. It was like, all right, it's time to have kids and. You know, all these TV shows and everything make it so easy. Like, you just turn a switch and I'm going to get pregnant. And that did not happen. And it was mm -hmm. like, okay, so for so many years, this is not what we wanted, right? And then mm -hmm. when you want it and you can't get it, it's like, what is going on? Like, everybody around you can get, you know, pregnant in a minute and then you can't. So that was kind of like a little, um, a little hard on us. And so, of course, I went to a fertility specialist and we went through everything. So I am a firm believer of being an open book. I did IVF for both of my children um, and it worked. Uh, there were some disappointments. Sometimes it didn't work. Uh, and then all in the end, it actually ended up working. So uh, God blessed us with a girl and then with a boy. And so that was a long process that we had to go through to get children. And now it's on more TV shows. It's definitely a topic of conversation that people are talking about a lot more. But six years ago, it was kind of something that, you know, you didn't really know anybody that went through this or maybe it was hush hush that they were doing it or it was something you knew rich people did. Uh, so I always don't mind sharing this because I know that infertility is something that plays a lot of people and um, we went through it and it worked for us so I was very happy to have my beautiful two little children and um, they were planned with lots of money <laughs> that we had to pay right. <laughs> yeah so, tell me about yeah. that too what comes to mind when you're talking about that is when you said you went years without wanting kids right? right and then when you did want kids it's like oh shit this is like taking longer than i thought or it's not working out will it work out did you have any sense of god damn like why did we why did we wait so long or we wouldn't have waited this long had we known 
So, no, not that, but I mean, you know, not wanting to have kids, what do you do, right? You get on all sorts of birth controls and you do so much. And I think maybe I could have dove deeper into what were inside of all these different medicines or what mm. I was doing each time I would continue to take the pill and skip or different things like that. Because it was like, I'm in my 20s, I don't want kids, so I'm going to do whatever I can do not have them right now right um and you don't think of your body and what you're doing to it during that time so i think um mm -hmm. that's definitely important just to to think about but no i wouldn't have done it any other way i'm glad they came when they did i mean if i would have had kids at 21 i would have been off the chain <laughs> too impatient definitely not my time i was still a kid myself so i'm glad i waited until i was a lot older more mature and had the time and the, the funds to do so. Listen, amen, because I had my first, I was pregnant at 15, and when I tell y'all, and I had another one after, I got four kids. I sucked as a mom until 30, like, period. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I did my best in my 20s, but like, looking back, it's like you turn 30 and a switch hits and you're like, oh, like, there's other people that matter outside of me. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> But you probably had a lot more energy at... Right. Yes. And listen, the snapback was real, but like I still like it, it was all about me. Right. So I love that. I love when I talk to women, especially because I feel like we're we're coming out of that. But we're very much, especially our age or like was raised in the culture of like you're not having kids. What's wrong? Like you, you get done with college. some of us were talked about, you know, getting married and having kids. And like, it was a thing even before getting out of college. Like now we're starting to have discussions of it's okay to like have kids later and to wait, you know what I mean? But it wasn't the thing before. Yeah. Listen, for sure. Listen, uh, let's see what she said. Someone just said something. I lost energy after 30. Prestigious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I think that, I don't know. I won't say that hasn't happened to me yet. Well, I guess I'm not as energetic as 21. That's 100% sure. But it, it definitely is different when you're 30. You got your shit together. So tell me then, where are you? You Tell us about your Instagram because you got, what, thousands and thousands of followers. You're obviously bringing something to Instagram that the people love. Tell us all about that. Okay, so I um, have always been a person that likes unique experiences. I like to travel. I like to find out what's new, what's hot, what's going on. Um, and I'm always talking to my friends, my family, like, hey, did you know that new water park is coming to town? And they're like, what new water park? And I'm like, you didn't know? And they're like, how did you, you know, I'm posting pictures on Facebook, like, oh, we went to see this new amusement park or went to this amazing event or this parade and everybody's like how'd you know about this why didn't you tell us right yeah so i'm like okay it seems that i i have a gift for planning organizing uncovering these things right so people are saying they want to know like where can i go how can i find this mm -hmm. too so I'm like, how can I get that across, right? So I started off just putting things on Facebook here and there, but you know, whatever. Uh, it was a hit or miss, right? Because yeah. a lot of people would see it after I already went. So it's like, okay, this isn't working. Um, and then I just knew like, I wanted to share my experiences and start doing things. So I started out on TikTok actually, um, hoping that I can do something there. 
And I just was not getting it. I'm like, I don't understand this. I didn't even know how to work TikTok. I, I, I didn't use it. I'm old. I'm a Facebooker, right? <laughs> right. Um, and so I'm trying to figure that out. So I, I got help um, with someone on like how to do it, where to go, um, how to upload a video, how to put the words, all of that mattered, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I did a couple of videos and they fell flat, of course. But then over time, I noticed they were picking up traction. And one of them was like, free things to do in Baltimore. And before I knew it, I had 100,000 views. And I'm like, oh, I'm on to something here, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think the biggest thing around here in this area, we're so close to DC. We're so close to, you know, we're close to Philly, we're close to New York, we're close to a lot of things. But a lot of the uh, content creators in this area, they would come to Baltimore once in a while, but majority of their content was focused on DC or Northern Virginia. And I felt like there was an opportunity to show more Baltimore. But when I really looked into it, I was like, there's more of an opportunity to show all of Maryland because Baltimore is not Maryland. And people used to always say that. And I'd be like, how is Baltimore not Maryland? Like, it's in Maryland, right? But I get that statement now. Baltimore's not Maryland because a lot of people think that Baltimore is all there is to Maryland. And Maryland ah. is huge. Just like New York City is not New York, right? Right. We know that New right. York is way bigger than just the Queens and, you know, Brooklyn and all of that. It's all these areas that people don't know about or go to. So it's the same thing. Baltimore is not Maryland. And it's so many other places to go here, so much to do. So that's kind of where I honed in on, like, what to do here. And I brought that over to Instagram. Again, all my videos fell flat. They were doing great on TikTok but terrible on Instagram. <laughs> so I had to learn that as well. And just to be fully transparent, when I decided I wanted to do this, I wanted to do this. So I actually took classes. I actually found reputable people who offer courses on Instagram, offer classes on how to do TikTok. I was like, I wanna really do this. I don't wanna put around for five years and try to figure it out. I want a roadmap and that's what I did mm -hmm. and that paid off once everything clicked and that's how I went from uh, like I had 750 followers to now have over 80,000 followers and it's only been six months mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. anything you want to learn anything you want to do just like if you had a job right if you get a job you're going to learn how to do the job and I think so many people take social media like oh I'll just learn as I go along I'll learn as a hobby and I actually took the time to say, no, I want to definitely take a class, learn how to do this. And that's how I kind of like came up like that. So that's, that's yes. pretty much my journey. <laughs> I want to point out, because you said so much shit here, I want to point out, y'all, some things that I thought about when you said that was you tried different things. How many of us have amazing ideas? We try it once, don't nobody see it, ain't nobody respond, up, oh, that ain't it. We go to something else. Like we just keep going on and on and like you you caught on to like, oh, there's a need here, right? Like people aren't posting the kind of things that I wanna post. Okay, then you caught on to, whoa, that just went viral over there. So people are wanting this. And even though you brought it over and it wasn't working, you didn't give up on that. So like you stay with the plan, like consistency is how we really start to build something. Like a lot of us, 
I can go on all day about like how we want to try something and we want that shit to work right now. Like when we look though at like Jeff Bezos and all these different people, even Oprah, like so many years of it, quote unquote, not working. Mm -hmm. And I like to look at it how I learned it as is really just putting value, putting, putting things in the value bank. Like we can't see what's coming, but it's coming. It's coming from the actions that we're taking. And then I love what you said. Like, I don't want to spend these years trying to figure this out. I'm going to go over here and invest and pay someone who can help me, who already have done what I'm trying to do so that I can catapult. So like you said, I've been five, 10 years maybe trying to get to 80,000 and yeah. here you are in less than a year. Like you invested, you put your money like an energetic exchange into learning what you need to learn, you know, to, to move forward. So I just want to point that out for y'all. The first question we had was how did you find reputable people? And I'm assuming like to learn from. Definitely. So there are a ton of people on social media who are like, I'm a social media coach. I'm a coach. I'm a coach. Right. But one is, if you're going to teach me or show me how to do something, I need to see that you can do it yourself. So if you're a brand new coach with 4,000 followers, I mean, you might know everything, but I need to see that you're doing it and you've been doing it for a while. So I actually found somebody that they're on YouTube. I felt like all their information that they were sharing was easy to digest. I could follow along with that because there's so many different people, right? Yeah. And you got to find who fits you. Um, and so I'll actually share the link to the person. Um, when this is over, I can share the link to my stories or whatever. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Check her yeah. And so she definitely helped me a lot on Instagram. Um, and then I actually, for TikTok, what I did is I went to the person who I followed on TikTok, who was my inspiration. And they're in this area. Um, her name is Morgan versus the world. Uh, and so she shows a lot of things in the DMV, date night stuff. And I'm like, hey, I, you know, this is what I want to do. So I talked to tons of content creators and I DM them like, hey, I want to do this. What's your biggest tip? What can you help? What can you tell me? What can you help me with? And I think that's one thing people forget is they try to do it on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm a big person of asking questions, even people who are not in social media. One of my best friends. She didn't even have TikTok or, or Instagram, but I'm like, how does this sound? How does this look? I'm asking other people before I do it. And of course, you're going to get all different answers, but just asking around, like, why do you think this didn't work? And that's how I found my number one answer. When I was putting lists of like things coming up and events, somebody told me something that was like the truest thing ever. She said, um, people don't want to just see what's coming up. They want to see you going and enjoying life so then they can go, want to go and do it. And that's when everything clicked to me. Um, and so just like I said, I wouldn't have picked a person for showing me how to do social media that didn't have a million, you know, so not a million, but a whole bunch of followers, right? So why yeah. would somebody want to follow me to fun places if they don't even see me going to the fun places? So it's like, that's kind of like hand in hand. You need to show that you're the expert in whatever you're doing and that you're having a good time so that people in turn will want to go and have a good time too. Ooh, that is so good. And it makes sense because one, not everybody is going to be, if you're smart, you're not throwing your money just anywhere, right? So, and I think about that even with my clients and anybody else in any kind of coaching space, like living the breakthrough, like 
I'm coming to you to get help in an area. I need to know that you're, you've done that, that you're at least some steps ahead of me and created that for yourself. So mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. PC Hall says, how did you get through the times when a post didn't do so well? Which was something I noted too, to ask so, you. Uh, I actually posted a post today that only got nine likes. Now I got 80,000 people and only nine people liked it, right? I was like, oh my gosh, like what in the world? Um, there are other times that I post content and I'm like, oh, this is going to flop. It's going to be terrible. And next thing I know, it goes viral. So the one mm. thing I'm going to say about social media is that it's just so unpredictable. I just have to say, you know what? Overall, people like the content and I just, you know, chalk it up. Like if you go to work, some days you have good days and you have bad days at work, right? You don't just mm. say, well, I'm quitting the job. Now, if you have more bad days than good days, you might quit the job. But you try. I try to look at it on a scale and say I have more good posts, more good days than bad days. Um, but I feel like that a lot. I mean, social media is a very emotional um, tool. Yeah. And you're creating something. You're, it's art. You're birthing something. You're creating something each and every day for other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just think if you are an artist and you're, like, drawing all these designs and then nobody ever wants to buy them, nobody ever wants to look at them, they're like, oh, that's trash. You know, it will make you feel terrible. But you got to see the vision. You got to see your dream. Like, I'm making this art because I enjoy it. I like it. And one day other people will like it too. Now, if you have to fine tune it or make some changes so that more people can see that, that's what you got to do. But that's how I do it. I just say, you know what? I got more good posts than bad posts. Let me learn why that one didn't do well and then keep going forward. Oh, yeah. And I want to add to that too, that a lot of us, like even that question as we think of that, when we're thinking of, even if it's not social media, it's building something else or doing something or starting a business or putting ourselves out there, doing whatever dreams we have, we are conformed and conditioned from a young age to need other people to give us a pat on the back. You're doing good. And oh, this is great. We need other people to like it. And what I've learned, like, it's really just our thoughts around that. But when we focus on serving, like for you, as you're building this, you're putting this content out there, nobody knows who you are at first. It's like, there's one mom out there. There's one family that wants to find something to do with her children, with her family. Like, I'm just going to focus on that one fucking person yeah. that's interested in what I have. And then really just when you're coming from a serving space, and, and that's why I think when we're just trying to hop into all these different things to make money, it's easy to just flop because there is a point in time from when you get started to when you actually are hitting those goals that you want, like that whole journey, like, if you don't have your own why compelled, like a compelling why for yourself, like it's easy back up, I'm going to the next one. So really like tap in to like what makes you smile, what makes yeah. you happy, what makes you feel like inspired. And that's what you can hold on to in those times where like nobody's biting. Like like I mentioned, Jeff Bezos, Oprah Winfrey, like they knew what it is they wanted to do by Proctor. So many different people, right? That no one's like, who the fuck is this person? But they knew and they were like energetically connected to what they were doing. So it's easier to show up on those days. Definitely. Definitely. How do you balance? Oh, yeah, let's get into mommy time for sure. How do you balance mommy time, hubby time, and you time with work and content creation? Which I swear, PC, you on you on you on to something. Cause I'm like, listen, like that's going here. I'm like, hey, shooting content with kids. What's up? How are you doing this? You got all like where are the kids was happening? How are you editing it? Like, tell us how you as a mom is you're doing and creating all this and the struggles of that as well. 
Okay, so one of the big things, so I didn't drop this yet. So I'm working, I got my corporate career. I'm like, okay, I want to do social media. I knew maybe in October, November last year, I want to do social media. I hired people in January. I'm like, I really want to do this. I'm ready. And then January 15th, my job of 10 years said, sorry, we're laying you and everybody else off. Mm. So it's like, what now? What am I going to do? And if anybody has been searching for a job recently, you know that it's a job looking for a job. Like you work way more than 40 hours changing your resume and on the hunt and doing all this stuff. So it was kind of like, what do I want to do? Do I want to actually go back to corporate America right away? Do I want to work for myself? What do I want to do? So at that time, it was really tough because I had to pull my kids out of daycare um, and I had to stay home with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was really hard to be able to like make content and do things because it's hard to be in a creative space when you don't know at any minute somebody's going to walk in like, mommy, 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 I need this, mommy, I need that. It's so yes. nerve wracking. Like you have to get into a zone to create, to be like, okay, how do I want this video to be? What do I want my caption to be like? What, what is it going to look like? And so if I'm going to be, you know, interrupted every five seconds, I can't even do it. So it was just so hard to really create with them home. But it wasn't hard to go out and shoot content because at home with kids for 24 hours is much longer than going out with kids to me. I mean, I'm cleaning <laughs> up like a thousand times, right? Yeah. I'm cleaning up the yes. house over and over and over. I'm doing all this stuff. So I'm like, let's just go out. You know, I've never had it in my career where I've had summers off, right? I've never had it in my career where I could go to the beach on a Tuesday. I've never had it when I could just go out and do stuff that many people who homeschool or have this type of lifestyle could do. So we went to a lot of places that parents take kids during the week, during the evenings, during all different times where it was a lot less traffic. And I was mm -hmm. able to film that and just have them have pure joy and fun, you know? So I'm not like setting anything up when I'm filming and I'm out. I'm actually filming whatever's going on. So the magic's really not happening there. I'm just pointing my phone and, and, and doing it. And then I would have to wait until they went to bed at, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night and be up till two, three in the morning editing videos. So you really got to look at it as like, this is my job. This is what I'm choosing to do. And even if I got to stay up till two, three in the morning to get it done and then wake back up at seven when the kids wake up and, you know, do mommy life, that's how I had to do it. So um, since then, I have gotten another job again. Um, it's so tough not knowing if your bills are going to be paid, right? How can you create? How can you, you know, be a great artist when you're like, oh, I don't even know if I can pay the gas and electric bills. So um, I did get another job, but this job is definitely a lot less stressful than the careers I had prior. So I'm mm -hmm. able to still make money coming in but I have the time and the kids can go back to daycare. My daughter is now in kindergarten. And so not having them with me all day gives me more time to create. So even if I do this full time, which is my ultimate goal, so I can show more places to more people, the kids still need to go somewhere and do something. Yeah. <laughs> like how was that stay at home mom? How was that for you in that time uh. that you did that? Stay at home, mom, is zero stars. I do not recommend it. What do people say? <laughs> so it's everything. It's the worst. Like, 
I do not ever, 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 ever want this job again. I'm telling Damn. you, it's the <laughs> hardest job in mankind. Every stay-at-home mom should get a million-dollar raise. It is <laughs> the hardest thing. I'm like going crazy. Like I hated it. Um, so oh, give me, shit. give me a job. Let me go work a job. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, daddy daycare. Like I am a proponent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let his ass stay home. But the crazy thing is, my husband would not mind. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't mind staying at home all day. Um, but I just, I, I cannot. Um, so it, it was great though. To be honest, I got closer to my kids. Uh, I got to learn them more. They really felt they had that bond with me, and we had that time. So just over the summer was perfect. If it would have been the winter. I really would have lost my mind, yeah. but the fact that it was in the summer, we could go outside, go in the backyard, go to the beach, whatever. It really gave us a great opportunity to bond. And um, I'm so grateful that now they can go back to school and, and have that time. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I 100%, I 100% agree with that. I, I pinned this comment because I think it's really awesome. The Nail Dawn said, necessity is a mother of creation. So many businesses begin that way and she or I'm assuming this is she had um posted that when you were talking about like damn I just got laid off what am I gonna do and I also find that to be true not that I recommend people just like quit everything and go start some shit but when people are like when you're in that desperation and like what's happening and I think when you have the space to be creative and tap in things come to mind so did you experience that how did that go from you from damn I lost my job to I'm about to go do this now yeah um, I'm a person that gets bored easily. That's just me. Uh, I don't like to sit in one space. When we go to a playground, I'm like, all right, let's find another playground. Like, that's just me. It's who I am. So I just knew that I couldn't sit around at home. There were other coworkers who were like, I'm just going to take the summer off and relax and sit at home. And I'm like, this sounds like a nightmare to me. Like, <laughs> if, if I had the money, I would go and travel the world. You know, I would be on the go doing something. But it's like when you don't have any money coming in, mm -hmm. you don't really want to spend so much. So that's why a lot of my first videos were us going to the beach, us going to the park, because those things were free or low cost. Yeah. But we still had an opportunity to get out and be doing things um, together and have a good time. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and what is your motivation throughout all of this? That was another question I asked. So my motivation throughout all of this is this is what I want to do. I like, before I started doing this, I had to ask myself if you could get paid to do anything or if you had to work and not get paid, right? Hmm. Just do it. <clears throat> what would you do? And I was like, I would go do a lot of fun activities and tell people about them if they're great, if they're not great. Because I know we've all been to something that we saw on Instagram and like, oh, that looks fun, whether it be a restaurant or whatever. And then you go there and it's like, mm, this is not a good time or it's not what you thought it was. I myself have been invited to places where they're like, please come to this, come do a video. And it was nothing like I thought it was. Like, I've learned to ask so many questions now. Will there be smoking? What is there parking? Like, what's the bathroom situation? Like, it's so many things that you don't think about. And then you go to this event and it's not what you wanted. So mm -hmm. just to have those honest reviews, I love being like a Yelp or whatever. Um, me and my friend were talking about this yesterday that Eventbrite is great, right? But there aren't reviews. 
Yeah. Right? So it's like you're on Eventbrite, you're looking at like, where can I go? What's a good event? And then you have no idea what it's going to be like, if it's going to be good. Um, should you spend your money on that? So it's just kind of like that. I want to be the reviewer of all the events. So there are so many people who tell you about a lot of different things, but I want to do do the event side and the activity side. And that's my, my motivation is I want to give people what they need and what they want. Um, yeah. And so do you, do you feel comfortable or do you do that now? Like, all oh, this shit was trash and this is why. So, yeah. I, 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 I've never said anything was trash, um, except for a beach. Like, <laughs> I, I, so one thing is I never want to destroy anybody's business, right? Because nah. they are a business, right? They are a brand and people work hard to get to where they want. And although it might not be fun for me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It might be fun for someone else. So I'll just put it in perspective. Um, I went on this boat ride and you know we got there and everybody was smoking like cigars smoking you know uh marijuana whatever and we're not smokers and right away i got like an instant headache um right. then they told us they didn't have a bathroom on the boat so i'm like oh my gosh what are we gonna do you know it was just a different vibe i thought it was gonna be a laid-back romantic vibe and it turned out to be like a party vibe right. so instead of saying this was terrible don't go blah 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 because that's not true there were people there who had an amazing time but you mm -hmm. need to know what you're walking into and so i was happy to be able to have that experience to let people know hey if you're a smoker, this is a great place for you. You know, know that they're smoking. Know that there's no bathroom for two hours. Know that it's, even though it's a laid back R&B party, it's not laid back. It's a turn up vibe. Like, know these things before you go and know if this is what you want to do. Because it's never good to talk trash about anybody's business or anything. Yes. Because again, every single person is different. And there are things that I've done videos on and people are like, that looks boring. I wouldn't like that, you know? And I'm like, well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I get it. You know, I do so many things. Like I do a lot of things that people would say is outside of their box. It's not something that they would ever do. It's nothing they would ever seek out or find. And so I love that about my page and about me that is so versatile that if you don't like this one thing I posted this week, well, tomorrow I'll probably post something else that you'll like to. Yeah. So it's it's always something fresh and new coming. Yeah, you got some people on here to attest to that. Millie Living Podcast said you are doing great on the reviews. Danelle Don said it's appreciated too because I'm a homebody. And I can get ideas from your experience. And also, and everything isn't for everyone. That's a great point. You put a great spin on it. Someone's asking what this is about. So we are getting ready to wrap up here in a little bit. But Lisa has like over 80,000 followers. And she's out here creating content for y'all. What to do in Baltimore and the area and making it fun and having fun along with that. And I thought it was beautiful to have her on here because society would tell us as moms that we can only do A, B, C, or D, and anything after that is not in our trajectory. And that's bullshit. And we can create and do whatever it is we want. So when I find someone who is doing that, I love to have them on. Um, the Nail Don said, you recently did that reverse psych thing about the Renaissance Fair, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? I had, a, I had a question. I'm looking through to make sure I'm missing any questions. Um, something that came up to me... Someone says, thank you for setting up our expectations. I love it. 
with so many followers, do you ever get crazy or hateful comments? So not really. I don't get any comments to direct it to me that's hateful. I mean, like I said, people are like, oh, that looks boring or that looks trash or whatever. That's not, you know, really to me. Um, I will say that I was very upset that my first video on Instagram to go uh, viral was of a beach, Greenbrier Lake. Um, and a lot of people are like, it's not a beach, it's not a beach. It is a beach. Anything with the sand, the sand part is the beach. The water is the lake. I want to just put that out there. Um, but it was a lot of people saying a lot of racist stuff like, oh, that, that beach was taken over by this race or these mm. people go there, or those people go there. And it's just so crazy. It's a public beach. Anybody can go. Either you choose to go or you don't, you yeah. know? Um, and so that really took me out because I thought TikTok was like the crazy one. I did not know Instagram got down like that. So it's a yeah, lot of people everywhere. Reports. They're everywhere. A lot of cyber bullies on Instagram land, let me tell you. Uh, so it really helped me see, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. It made me decide, like, who do I want to be? Do I want to mute people's comments? Do I want to mm -hmm. delete them? Do I want to let the audience deal with it? Which direction is this going to go? Yeah. Um, so that, that really took a lot of growth really fast because that video, it did over a million in, like, a week and a half. And it was one of my first, like, good instagram videos so it just was like whoa what am i supposed to do yeah uh, so, and i want to yeah. point out here too what you did i want to point that out a lot of us don't start things and do things and go for things because our mind gets all warped on well, what if what if i get you know what if i put myself out there and people don't like what i have to say what if i you know gain all these followers and now people arguing in the comments like what if this and i love how like you're showing us what it is to just like go for it and deal with things as they come yeah. and trust that you know how to handle that when it comes because when we think about the future and we think oh what if this what if that how am i gain the followers how much time i'm gonna take like whatever dream we have when it comes to that if we get stuck in that the how part of it then we don't take action so like really focus on y'all like who are you who are you being when you start that business when you start the nonprofit? when you start speaking when you want to start building a following your area you know posting great content like lisa like who are you being and worry about the how and how are you going to do with this and that later? Definitely. Definitely. And I think one thing that really helps me is I'm surrounded by great friends. Mm -hmm. um, so when I decided that I wanted to do this, even my tax lady who only sees me once a year and I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking about doing content creation. She's like, oh, I see that for you. You could do that. And I'm like, lady, you don't even know me. You know, and I think a lot of people have people in their circle who tell them, you want to do what? You want to start your own business? You want to do this? You want to do that? Like, what? You need to not surround yourself with people like that. You need to surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up because on, I didn't even know if I could do it at the beginning, to be honest. I honestly was like, I'm thinking of it. It's a thought. And everybody I would tell, I'm thinking of this. They're like, oh, that was meant for you. That's what you should be doing. So it's like, even if I thought I couldn't do it, I have all these other people around me who are like, oh, why, why aren't you doing that? You should have been doing this. Ooh. So that, that, that's crazy. So I think get yourself a good, strong circle. And then lastly, as far as the comments, I don't really have to say too much, right? Because my followers are so amazing mm -hmm. that if somebody were to ever say something terrible to me, 
then I know that they will have my back. They will fight in the comments and go up against any sort of negativity or ignorance or anything. So yes and thank you for sharing it about your circle because and i want to point this out too that i 100 percent agree with you and also many people are thinking they don't have that i you know I, I'm, I'm around like a lot of a lot of lobsters crabs in a bucket and they don't think bigger than me and all that that's when we take personal responsibility to go out and create those people so many people that have helped me to move forward when i was scared or helped me to put myself out there when i was worried about what people would think and when it continues to happen like i've never even met these people in person hell if you have to invest in that shit like pay somebody to be that person for you like don't allow like the few people that you thought would support you and they're not well i guess i don't have my people so no go yeah. and create that yeah and that's, that's what i did I, I hit up people like i said who already post content and was like hey can i ask you some questions can we da 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 and now i'm actually in a group with other people who create content i find facebook groups with content creators or different people that i can make new connections i have a new friend on here who is really big into business stuff and me and her connected because i was doing this like we already knew each other from a mom circle but we didn't go deep until i started doing this and i'm like hey i have some questions so i think starting something new try to get new friends around that and really surround yourself with people who are going to force you to to grow yeah and people want to help like well, i know society is like oh people are doing this and people like that's only it's a very small percentage of people who are negative like people love to help and to serve and like if i figured it out yeah like what you want to know and that's how people are like when they have done that like they want to help you um let's see how do you decide where to go and then post footage about and that was a question i'll just add on my last piece to that was how do you plan so how do you plan where to go how do you decide like how do you do that with kids with work like do you plan a certain amount of time ahead what does that look like so i just already in my head because i'm just always thinking about doing fun stuff <laughs> um, i always am like oh yeah i want to go to this place oh yeah i want to go to that place um one thing i would say about facebook is it it really knows me mm. <laughs> facebook is always showing me ads of like fun stuff because it knows i click on it very often so okay. facebook i a lot of times i don't even have to think about something facebook bam i add oh a unicorn <laughs> unicorn world is coming to town oh that looks cool you know so i think that's a big help of it knowing who i am right that that mm -hmm. helps me but one of the big things that i read and so a lot of people say how did you know about this and my blanket answer is i read um if you go to your favorite place maybe you go to your favorite restaurant they might have a billboard at the front of the restaurant that says on tuesdays we have trivia night but if you don't read, if you're not looking for that, you'll never know. So that's the one tip I'll give people. If you're looking for more things to do or something new, the places that you already frequent, just read. And I'm yes. sure there's something that you didn't even know that they offered or they had. As far as planning, I just, again, jot down a list of places I want to go, things I want to do. Um, I reach out to those people and, you know, say, hey, are you, you know, interested in me coming? and see if we can work together. So. Yeah. We're finishing up, y'all. Ask these last couple of questions. Okay. Do you ever meet your followers when you're out on the go? And that was from Hand in the Cookie Jar. And then Jay Mini Apple says, if you could take a trip tomorrow, where would you go? So I always meet my followers. It's so interesting because I'm just out enjoying life. And then somebody walks up like, 
oh, you're, you're Summers, or you're the lady that posts the places to go. We're here because of you. Oh, wow. Or we went to wow. this because of you. And it's just so surreal because it shows that what I'm doing is actually helping people. So like you said, even if it's just helping that one person, you know, they actually come up to me and I think, well, these people came up to me, but how many people didn't come up to me or didn't know I was here? Um, I remember I went to the hot air balloon festival and my kids were cranky and acting crazy and we were leaving and somebody, you know, grabbed me real quick. was like, Hey, we're here because of you. And it just made me feel so renewed and so good because you know, kids are kids. So when I'm out with them, they're still being kids. They're hungry, they're cranky, they're angry, they're whatever. And I'm trying to film at the same time and stop my child from running and jumping in the lake. So <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I'm here risking lives for y'all. Exactly. <laughs> risking it all. One day I'm going to put out that footage for y'all, like a compilation. But it's just, it's crazy. So whenever somebody tells me like, Thank you for your content. I appreciate it. I'm following you. It gives me that jolt. It gives me that that extra to say, let me keep going. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. So I, I met two people on Sunday. I was at a farm shooting content and they're like, hey, you know, I follow you. So it's just so nice. Um, and if I could take a trip tomorrow, where would I go? So my favorite place in the entire world, although I've been to over 20 countries and 45 states, is Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. I, love Mexico. I would go to Mexico. Um, so I, I haven't been to Mexico City yet. So that's on my, my next bucket list. I need to go to Mexico City. Um, but if not Mexico, I would go on a cruise. I am a big cruiser. I've been on like nine cruises. Um, I love cruising because they have daycare. So you can put your kids in the daycare starting at age two and up. And you can have you time. So Bullshit. this is Bullshit, when I was on a cruise at a, a Royal, was it Carnival? I don't know. I think it was Carnival, y'all. No, my baby was eight. Was she 18 months? She was not two yet, and they took her. Oh, they so took her. Oh, oh, yeah, 18 months. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, so I would definitely go on a cruise because a cruise is the time that I know I can actually have a vacation. Yes. And somebody else is watching the kids, and I can go have fun and do me, and then me and my husband trade off where, like, in the morning, he might get the kids, and I might sleep in or vice versa or like he's more of a late nighter so i'll sleep in with the kids while he might walk around the boat and go to the club or do whatever so it's just a really great way for all of us to have fun together and apart and see something new so yep yes oh my gosh thank you so much for all of this i think that we have all enjoyed you learning from you and y'all just see what happens when you like have an idea and you go for it and you don't take no for an answer. Like, I don't I don't know how to do this. Okay, I'm gonna figure it out. How do I figure it out? Like just those next step pieces and I see you doing that. I love that. And what I'd like to ask is, let me hold on, cause I'm gonna have some questions. Let me see. I think we asked everything cause I wanted to make sure I picked your brain. Let us know what's next for you, how we can support you. Like how can we show up for you in the way that you're showing up for us, especially those in your area, all the things. So what's next for me is definitely um continuing to showcase more things around um but not only in maryland right um i love showing things in maryland things close to home but i want to show other things like spring break is coming up or right around the corner i know you're thinking oh christmas is coming but if you don't book something for spring break soon everything's gonna go up high you're not gonna have it right so 
I would love to go to other places, like go to PA, go to New Jersey, go to, you know, Virginia, and kind of find some other places for people to go. Um, fly to Minneapolis, hey, why not go to Mall of America? I want people to also leave Maryland too. So that's why my pace is Maryland and beyond. Um, mm -hmm. And just know that there are a lot of experiences out here that you all can do with kids or without kids. Um, so my next part of my journey is showing a little bit more travel, a little bit more on places that you can go. You can go for a weekend, you can go for a day, you can go for a week, however, um, and not just Maryland. And then what I would like to do is not just show events happening in Maryland, but what about if you decided to go to Florida, you know? What about a cool, fun event that's happening there? So you know when to plan that Florida trip so you can go do that. So these one-of-a-kind experiences, that's kind of where I am and what I want to show people all over the world. Yes. So everybody, tag your bestie. Tag your loved one that, you know, add them to this live so they can follow her that wants to, you know, follow someone and find some fun shit to do for themselves, for their family, their spouses, their kids. PC, I see your, question, your last question. I'll tie that in with my last question is, I always like to tie in like motherhood. And so I'll take her question and tie that in. She says, what has been your favorite thing so far on this journey? And I want you to include like as being a mom, what's been the benefit there for you? So my favorite part on this journey is just hearing from people that I'm affecting their lives. Like, you're here because of me. You went and did this because of something I showed. You, you know, seeing people out in real time saying, hey, I follow you. Thank you so much for all the tips and advice. You know, a lot of times in my previous corporate job, even the job I work now, you're like, oh, I'm doing all right for the job. But you're... You, you're just one of a million people. They can replace you tomorrow. Just like I got let go before, I got let go again. But mm -hmm. if I actually just stopped posting content, didn't show anything, I'm sure there's somebody who would miss me and yeah. say, hey, where's that lady that showed us fun things to do? So knowing that keeps me going. Um, my daughter loves to tell everybody that she's we're TikTok stars. Uh, <laughs> so that is her go-to. My mommy's on TikTok. We're on TikTok. We're TikTok stars. So I think just whatever this can grow into because she loves seeing our videos and seeing herself on the camera. Um, and then this has afforded us a lifestyle to be able to go and do a lot of things. Of course, I'll be honest, people gift it to us. They let us enjoy the experience for free. And just coming off of a six-month layoff, where I didn't have any money, I still don't have a lot of money. Um, being able to take my kids somewhere fun, like to a farm that costs $20 a person, and we get to go for free, and they give us a free pumpkin. Like, mm -hmm. that to me is worth everything. So able to give my kids experiences every weekend that we can afford because we do the videos and we do these things so i can't wait till that turns into something bigger where we can go on a trip to hawaii yeah. because of this um or we can have better experiences so i think as a family that's what's really like wow look at all these doors that have opened up for us and all these places we can go and things we can do because of this yeah 
And I want to point out that it's not for free. Like you're getting in those events and, and getting these experience in exchange for the joy that you're bringing people online and also the business that you're bringing them. Like the time that you are spending to edit videos, to make it to where we want to watch it. Like all of that, there's an energy exchange there. So you are benefiting the company that is allowing you to come in and you're benefiting us by say, hey, like I know all this is happening in the world, but we can create joy still. Exactly. So thank you. Exactly. Yes. Thank you for having me. Now, um, again, I'm trying to make this my full-time thing. So it, that's where I'm going uh, for the future. And I really appreciate you having me here because it is hard. People don't see everything happening behind the screen. You know, yes, the kids yes. screaming and crying and, you know, my husband having an attitude once in a while. You know, everybody, <laughs> me having an attitude with him, but we are on the way to do a video, you know, and we're in the car like, oh. I'm so upset with you, but we got to go. You yes. Know? There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes, but we still make it work. And I appreciate you having us here, um, well, having me here uh, to share this journey. And anything you put your mind to, you can definitely do it. So I'm thankful for the space that you're doing this podcast about mom's achieving because it is, we're like superheroes when we can do it all. So Hell yeah. Thank you have fucking inspired so many people so thank you like we're blessed to have you y'all follow her if you're not following if you're from my 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 place come follow me if you want to connect i do podcasts like this all the time moms who achieve can be heard everywhere you can go to my page and see the link tree thing and go there if you have friends tag them like if everybody tag you listen and you got value from here like tag a few people so that they can see what she's doing and we can support her as she's showing up with a family and in in you know, exchange of us seeing what's possible out there. So thank you, girl. We'll connect soon. Yeah. And y'all have a blessed night. Thank you. Bye. Bye, y'all.